Welcome back to Ignite Your Glow. And it's your favorite transformation coach, Jessica M. Harris. And today we're going to be diving in to a new episode. Listen, the word that's highlighted for the month of November, for me at least for sure, has been the word transparency. God is looking for his children to be transparent more now than ever. Now, this is not new for me for sure, because God has had me been transparent in my journey ooh-wee, for the last few years. And I know he's been running that back probably to many of you as well. Why do you think we see so many people testifying and talking about their journeys so much more now, especially on social media or on podcasts or in books, right? We're seeing people talk about it. We're seeing people testifying. We're seeing people amplifying their voices. Why? Because God needs people to understand that not everyone's life is going to be cookie cutter perfect the way that people are believed to think it will be when they come to Christ. Better yet, when you come to Christ, your life may look like it's turning upside down. Not because, you know, everything's against you, but because God is shaking everything out of you that was never supposed to be there. And doing that, God wants you to also show these real parts and raw parts of the process to the people. Listen, let me give you a quick example. For those of you who know my story, who know my journey, who have followed me on YouTube, you already know where we're about to go, right? 2022, what did God do? He had me up and leave my family, my life, my children, and everything else I knew behind. Why? Because there was purpose for me in another place. And he allowed me to be ushered over there to go through a process and a journey of healing, of self-discovery, of pruning, and truly a lot more. But in that, God wanted me to do what? To share my journey. Why? Because I wasn't the only one. Why? Because there was others who were just like me, who needed to see that it was possible, who needed to be encouraged to take that leap of faith, who needed to know that, listen, when they go, it may not all look like a perfect puzzle when they get there, but God is able to sustain them in the process. I can't tell you how many people who I have encountered, especially online in the comments, who have been like, yo, I am so grateful to have been able to bear witness to your testimony. Why? Because I was just thinking these very same thoughts recently and you answered my question that I was wondering about or you actually gave me the encouragement that I needed to be able to be like, God, I got you, I'm gonna step out on it. God will use you in this hour to be able to even confirm something for someone else. And I know that to be true. Why? Because he's done it with me many a times. And I know he's doing it with you. Because that's God. He's not a respecter of persons. And I'm sharing all of this with you because I need you to understand that when you amplify your voice, when you begin to testify, when you begin to share your story, when you begin to share the process as well, It also gives God the glory. Why? Because at the end of the day, none of this is done in your own strength. Come on now. None of this is done in my own might for real now. None of this could be done without the hand of God upon my life. And that's why we testify. That's part of why we have to go ahead and tell these raw moments of what life looked like. Because at the end of the day, there's no way that we could be having gone through X, Y, and Z and still have a sound mind. But we are able to do so because God is good. 
because he's worthy of all the praise, because he's worthy and able to give you joy in the midst of storms. But how can the people be able to know those things if you don't testify? How can people be able to understand that in the midst of being homeless or in the midst of not having a place to sleep or in the midst of not having food to eat, that God still kept your belly full if you don't sit there and tell somebody about it? You have to be able to let the people know. And peep game, though. You aren't the only one. Peep game again. I'm not the only one. Peep game times three times. The Bible is full of people who have been transparent in their journeys. David, come on, y'all. Y'all seen this man running, for real, for real, crying out to God. We see that through and through. Look at Paul the same way. Look at Joseph. Look at Esther. Look at Ruth. Look at Abraham like y'all. The Bible is filled with stories of people who are transparent, and they were showing what they were going through, and they continue to let their stories remain. And as they did, we still even today use those same stories to encourage us. Peep that part. The same people who was here well before we ever existed, we still use their very same stories even today to get us encouraged in our journeys. So what more do you think that God can do with yours? Because again, he's not a respecter of persons. What more can he do with your journey? What more can he do with your story? What more can he do with your testimony if you would just allow it to be told, if you would just allow it to be shared, if you would just allow it to come out of your mouth and onto the pages and spaces and platforms of where he is calling you to? What more can he do with you? Your story is not meant for you to sit on it. Your story is not meant for it to sit in your belly and never get out into the airwaves. Your story is not meant to just be a secret that is hidden under a rock and or in a cave. That is not the purpose nor the place of your story. Why? Because, Ro not Romans, Ooh excuse me, Lord, Revelations 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the sharing of our testimonies. Come on now. Therefore, that, listen, that right there tells us that it's not meant for it to just sit somewhere, but it's meant to do what? To encourage, to inspire, to confirm. But how can it ever do those things if you don't share? How can it ever do those things if you don't actually get up to testify, to bear witness? Because he tells us in Isaiah 43, 10 that you are my witness. You are his witness. So you have to be able to testify. You think about people in court. Those who are called to be witnesses in the courts are doing what? They are testifying to something that they saw, to something that, to, mm, come on, God, to something that took place. They are a witness that testifies. My God. We have to be willing in this hour to testify to the goodness of God and all thereof of what he's doing in our lives. We have to be able to testify to what it is that he is doing and more and acknowledge him. Come on now. Testify means to give evidence as a witness in a law of courts. Come on now. That's what you're doing. You're declaring. You're making a declaration of something that has taken place. What is a testimony? Testimony also can mean to do it again. And we know that God is a God who doesn't do it just one time, but he'll continuously do what? He'll do it again and again and again because he is God. But we have to understand who he is in all things and acknowledge his ways, y'all. We have to. 
getting caught up in our own situations and getting caught up in how we see ourselves and in that process at that moment and not willing to share and not willing to talk about it can prevent someone from getting their breakthrough that God had aligned them to get from you. I'll never forget the day before, not even the day before, the day of um, October 20th, 2022. I remember waking up and hearing the spirit of the Lord saying, Jessica, they need to see you. And the day before that, my friend had told me, she was like, girl, um, you're going to have to share your story. And I looked at her and was like, nah, I don't think it's time yet. And she's like, nah, boo, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. And Holy Spirit confirmed it the very next day and said, people need to see you. They need to see you. They need to see you. So I want to reiterate the very words that the Lord gave me on October the 20th of 2022. They need to see you. They need to hear you. You have to share. Listen, I understand full well on not wanting to share a perfect story. I understand full well on not wanting to share because the story didn't look perfect. Hear me when I tell y'all. I left to Texas and I told everybody. I didn't tell everybody. I rephrase. I told my, I didn't even tell my immediate family. Like I, I really didn't tell anybody. When I left, I didn't tell anybody except for my baby daddy, my, my little people, kind of, sort of, and his mom, I think my parents, and my siblings, and my best friend, and that was it. That's all who knew. That's less than 10 people knew I was gone. Less than 10 people. And then as I progressed in the journey, I eventually sharing a little bit. I ain't share locations, but I think I said I did move, and that was it. And I was real, 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 real mindful about what information I gave. Because for me, I didn't like the fact that my journey didn't turn out nothing the way that I anticipated it. And because it didn't turn out the way that I anticipated it to turn out, I didn't want to share it. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to tell people the nitty gritty details. I didn't want to tell people that I was sitting there bouncing from place to place to place without a stable place and like without a stable bed. I didn't want to tell people that I had nowhere to go. And yet I sat there and followed God and I still believe in God and still going after God. But yet I don't know what God is doing with me fully in the process. I didn't want to tell people that. Why? Because I was already being told, oh, you're crazy. You're out your mind. I was told mental health issues and so much more. I was called all types of things. I'm still called those types of things because they don't get the journey nor the process nor what it was that God was doing with me and through me and in me and what he is still doing with me. But I had to also learn that, yes, there's a group of people who disliked it and didn't understand it, that God also had a group of people who did understand, who did know, who did acknowledge, like, ooh, girl, I feel a wind on what you're telling me right now. Girl, man, I, ooh, God, I don't know, but I feel like God led me here because, ooh, I don't know, it's just something about your sound, the way that you speak, like, it just, it rings to me differently. Hear me when I tell you, when I got past the fact and out of my emotions, on how I felt about my journey, I had to understand that it was beyond me. I had to understand that it was more than just me. I had to understand that God was doing something greater than me. And in order for me to be able to bear witness, to testify about it, I was going to have to be able to get through it. Lately, the song that God continuously places on my heart every time nonsense comes to my door, he gives me the song, I give my life away. And if you haven't heard that song, I highly recommend that you play it. 
Because in that song, the lyrics are saying that I've given my life away unto you, God. And I've given them to the Lord. And my life is not my own, but that my life is for him. And I've had to learn truly more than ever that although my life might not have been the way that I anticipated it, it's the way that God has designed it because there's a greater purpose that he's getting me to. I understand that God is a God who can restore time and that he can redeem what I think is lost. And he can be looking like, boo, you think it's lost, but really I'm about to prepare it even better than what it was the first time. Just give me the time for me to get you where you need to be so you can then receive what I have for you. I had to understand that when I decided to give my life back to Christ, it was not my own anymore but that I was laying my life down for God, but that I was laying my life down for God to be renewed in him, to do things the ways that he called me to do it. And that meant trusting in him in the process. And as I began to trust in him, I began to understand the value in my testimony. I began to understand the value in sharing my story. I began to understand the value in testifying, even when it didn't make sense, even when I was still trying to understand, even when I was trying to still gather my bearings and looking at God like, God, but it don't look like the way that I need it to. And God's like, that's cool. It don't need to look the way that you want it to because there's someone that I need you to become. And as you do this, I'm getting you there. Trust him in the process. As you begin to share your story and testify, as you begin to do it in the ways in which he has called you to, as you begin to go to where he is bringing you to, you'll begin to see the doors open up for you. But you got to be obedient. You see, it's easy wanting to wait till that perfect picture, perfect moment where things look cookie cutter. And you're like, wow, girl, that was quick. That was swift. That was and you're like, yeah, girl, it was easy. Uh-huh. That's the thing. We see that on TV, we see that in the movies, but the downfall is that that's not even close to reality. Ask any person that you ever come up on the streets who is successful or famous and ask them how many times they failed before they ever got to their victory, before they ever got to their success, before they ever got to their breakthrough. How many times did they get knocked down before they got to the one door that finally allowed them in? You see, we always focus on the one door that opened up for them. But don't ever anybody talk about the 10, 20, 50 million doors that probably closed in their face before they ever got there. Well, today we are going to be talking about them doors, about all the times that something tried to come up to get in your face to cause you to feel as though you can't get through. When God is saying, I'm preparing you for the breakthrough of a lifetime. You're called to testify. The story that God had highlighted to me was the story of Abraham. And I feel like that's because Abraham has so many different elements. And if you know the story of Abraham, it's over in Genesis. And I'll drop the chapters in a general sense over in the description box below so you can read them. But read the story of Abraham and take time to acknowledge the different promises that God gives them. And then acknowledge the fact of how that promise turned out. Right. He was told initially to leave his home and everybody he knew from his family and whatnot behind. And he took his wives, you know, and the immediate tribe of his family and they left off. But he had no play. He had no idea of where they were actually going. Unbeknownst unto him, he was going to the place that his father was originally told to go, but never actually got there. See, God is so good that he will get you to where you're supposed to be. Maybe it's not true, but maybe the bloodline, someone in there will get there. It was the place of promise, but they had not ever gotten there. They stopped prematurely. 
So God was taking the seed who was him versus his father to that place. And then as he continued on that journey, God then told him, oh, by the way, I'm going to make you a father unto nations. And then, by the way, I'm going to give you a child in old age. And then, by the way, I'm going to ask you to sacrifice the same child. And then, by the way, like all these things. But in the midst of all those things of which he was told, guess what? He always remained steadfast in his what? He remained steadfast in his faith. It was in his faith in God. So as you testify, don't just testify from a heart that's sour, from a heart that's angry, from a heart that's mad. But testify from the fact of believing by faith that, yes, you may be speaking these things of what you're going through or have gone through, but that God is still faithful in the midst of it. Continue to speak these testimonies from the position of faith where God has already told you the victory is already yours. See, I could tell you the times of which I've slept in my car and still tell y'all, but God is good. He is still faithful. Don't play games. I can tell you about the times that I've gone hungry and still tell you, but God sat there and kept me safe in the midst of all of that. I can tell you about the times where God were, listen, whoo-wee, I can tell you some stories. And, and every story that I could tell you, God has never left me down. He has never left me. He has never forsaken me. He has never let me down in the midst or in the process. He has always kept me. He has always provided for me. And he has always protected me. And his grace is sufficient even now. Even now, even now. And I share that with you because I want you to understand that your story may not look like pretty pictures, pretty sprinkles and whatnot, but that's okay because it's your story and it's your testimony. And it's the ways in which God is about to use it in a mighty way because he tells us in his word, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord that are called according to what his purpose. Come on now. Not for your purpose, but for his purpose. That means regardless of what you've been through, regardless of what's taking place right now, he's still going to use it. So testify. He's still going to use it. So amplify the sound of God that comes from within your belly and out of your mouth. Come on now. There's a sound that you carry that someone needs to hear. There's a sound that you carry that someone needs to hear. There's a sound that you carry that someone needs to hear. But how can they ever hear it if you never actually allow yourself to get that voice amplified? Listen, I feel like I spoke a lot today regarding these pieces, and I really want y'all to chew on amplifying your voice and knowing that you are a witness unto God in this hour called to testify. I know this episode is a little different, so I'm going to leave it right here. I'm going to rest right here for this one, and we're going to be back, and I'm pretty sure we're going to talk more about this, but I really want to go ahead and just share like y'all it's time. It's time to amplify your voice. It's time for your story to be told. It's time for it to be heard. It's time for y'all. Listen, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. So y'all already know it's your favorite, favorite, favorite transformation coach, Jessica M. Harris. And I want each and every one of you to truly start igniting your glow. Peace and blessings, everybody. Uh -huh.